Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. It is the Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. Big Nigel is out. Indie Spanglish. Jerry Lopez filling in. And let's go to the drivehubler.com hotline and bring on our pal, comedian Scott Long. Scott, the reason we've got you on the big show today is there's this viral story about a comedian doing a show in Indy. And correct me if I have this wrong, but it sounds like this TikTok personality was doing a stand-up show. Somebody was heckling the comedian from the crowd, and the comedian's response was to tell the heckler to commit suicide. Do I have this correct? Okay, I'm going to hang up. This sounds like something that's going to probably uh, cancel my career. All these <laughs> ingredients just frighten me to death. We've got uh, uh, LGBTQ comedian. We have a hairstylist. I mean, where am I going to fit? I mean, I'm just going to mansplain this, right? I mean, there's no place for me to go as a comedian. Oh, wait a minute. I'm a comedian. I'm supposed to have, I thought, like my own opinions. It's not mansplaining. It's Scottsplaining. So, so this person, her name is Ashley Gavin. Now, like many uh, pseudo-famous comedians now who sell more tickets than I do, never heard of her. Uh, probably was uh, a barista two years ago, and now is famous because of TikTok and a podcast. Uh, did you did you mention her podcast? By the way, I did not mention the podcast. This quote comedian shit could walk in here right now, take a dump on the floor, and I would still have no idea who she was. Well, her podcast's name: um, We're Having Gay Sex. Okay, I don't know if we're still on the air, but uh, yeah, I've missed I that have... one. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I listened to Joe Rogan. Uh, I've watched Tucker Carlson, but I have not seen that one. I can't tell. I watched some clips if this person's a very good comedian or not. But like many of you guys that have you know, seen it on your Facebook reels or Instagram, TikTok, there's a big thing out there now, and that is comedians kind of riffing off the audience and doing improv with the audience, which I have done my whole career. I'm really good at it. I had a very verbally abusive dad, so I was in training my whole childhood for this. (laughs) So I love it. And then, I don't know, about eight or ten years ago, I got scared to do it, and you stop seeing it, and... People were like watching Don Rickles, like, how could he get away with that? Because everybody thought it was funny. Everyone felt there was something great about being picked on. Comedy clubs are not a safe space. Let me repeat, everyone out there having a bad day. It's not a safe space. These are supposed to be jokes. They are not going to be attacks on you personally. So uh, I'm on the side of this comedian. I don't know if she's good or not. She has a following, and I know that's not easy to do. And there's nothing more difficult, Hammer, you know this, than to get up in front of 
you know, hundreds of people and try to make them laugh by yourself. There's no band behind you. If people want to see a master at this, by the way, uh, here's a plug. Uh, it, I will be at the Red Curb in Avon in the suburbs on July 21st. I'm doing an R-rated show, which I don't do very often anymore, and a lot of it will be me riffing off the crowd. But it won't be a safe space. I promise I won't tell anyone to kill themselves, though. <laughs> so so I guess, you know, you say riffing on the crowd. Isn't crowd work a built-in part of a lot of, com- you know, comedian sets? One, and then two, you know, I've been to a couple comedy shows, and I just know I do not want to sit next to the stage. Like, it's 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 to be expected uh, when you go to a comedy show. If you're there close to the front, you know, you're, you're going to be part of the show. Is that still not a thing anymore? That's the number one question I've always gotten from uh, the audience members or people that have not done it. Uh, most comedians in the history of comedy don't go there hoping that you will heckle or throw stuff out. Sure, not and heckle, actually, but, most, be, but be an easy target yeah. sitting so close and maybe right. you're but being even, an idiot talking during the set yeah. or something like that. Right, right. No, the, the great question. I, I, I will tell you... Um, like I mostly do corporate shows now, so I don't do any of that kind of stuff. It is a safe space if you hire Scott for your corporate event or your conference or your fundraiser. But if you catch me at Crackers or you catch me at the Red Curb, uh, July 21st, Friday night, 8 p.m. My God, you are a NASCAR driver. You are a plugging machine. Do you have the hat of Red Curb on right now while you're speaking to us, Scott? I have the underwear, which is far superior. No, I would just tell you, great question, Jerry. Um, Look, I never like to pick on people in the front row because of that reason. At comedy clubs so often, the person in the front row, they're afraid to be sat in the front row. I've done shows where there's nobody in the front row because of that. I used to make a joke is, is uh, if you're in the front, you had the guts to sit up here. Congratulations. I won't say a word. I'm going to pick on the wusses in the back. And I would actually walk into the back and pick on people. <laughs> so, because, you know, I was that student that would go in the back of the classroom. Right. You know, and it was safe space for me. So I guess what I'm trying to say is comedy is supposed to be a place where we have some freedom of speech. Hey, by the way, I hope um, the uh, gay sex podcaster, Ashley Gavin, she would support if I said some joke that she didn't like, maybe, or politically. I hope she would support me because I support a, a, a lot of a, her for saying that. A lot of our comedians are kind of the tip of the spear when it comes to First Amendment. It's up to you to keep that alive and well. When a lot of people are scared to talk about things, uh, so when yeah. I when I watch comedians, I look for the person that's just going to dive right into the stuff that we all are thinking, but none of us can talk about, so we can share a, share a laugh about it. Well, it's kind of scary. That's why. In truth, someone like uh, Joe Rogan has tried, the people have tried to cancel him on certain levels, you know, and it's not worked. But, you know, people are like, he's right wing. No, this is a guy that supported Bernie Sanders for president. He's not exactly right wing. He right. just has different thoughts. 
he doesn't uh, support the woke ideology. So obviously he can't still be part of any other party, but where the last place is you guys on the radio. You're the only place on the radio that speaks this. This is why I like to go on your show. I don't like to go on a lot of the others because I've got to be concerned exactly what I'm saying. Of course, I know what to say and what not. There is an FCC. Guess what? July 21st, no FCC. (laughs) Scott will say bad words in public. He will have a potty mouth. It will be hilarious. That's what comedy is about to me. That was what George Carlin was about or Richard Pryor or, you know, not Bill Cosby because he was clean and he was trying to make girls pass out. That was a whole (laughs) different thing. All right, last thing here before I let you go. Again, we got Scott Long, uh, comedian, joining us here. Got about a minute left here, Scott. You know as well as I do that because you're funny on social media doesn't translate necessarily to being funny in front of a crowd. So all of these TikTok comedians that are hilarious with edited videos that are like 35, 40 seconds long, when they get on stage, sometimes it's a little different here. Like, to me, it feels like this comedian woman on in the stage telling a crowd member to commit suicide tells me that you lost control in the moment because you're not used to this moment. Does that make sense? It takes a while to build it. You know, so yes, I would say that's probably the case. Um, Podcasting, you learn more about the comedians. I think that's good. But ultimately, comedy, stand-up comedy is an art. And um, it's one of the reasons why I still love doing it 32 years in. And it's another reason why I love to do it in the suburbs sometimes because I don't know what I should say sometimes in downtown Indianapolis. Yeah, just keep your head down and keep walking. That's kind of what we usually do down here. All right, one more time, because we didn't hear it the first 16 times. Where is your big comedy show? Red Curb Comedy Club. It's locally owned. Great people who own it. Uh, I think they've got $15 tickets for the next couple days. That is super cheap. I'm actually kind of embarrassed I just mentioned that. Uh, And if you go to Red Curb Comedy, you can find it. Or if you go to Scott Comedy on Twitter, there will be a link and I will even put up a live video of me working with an audience and you can see maybe how if you've done it a long time you can work without a net and not tell somebody to off themselves (laughs) all right Scott best of luck my man knock it out of the park we'll talk to you soon thank you guys